0: Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Pray. This is a very quick episode today to give a little bit of, a couple of notices really, just to help us move things forward here with regard to our gospel booklets, Repent Now, He Loves You. And just a couple of practical points really about that, especially for those of you who have been thinking, planning maybe within the busyness of life, that kind of thing, to place an order. It's to encourage you to do that ASAP basically the there are costs associated with doing print runs when it comes to the the larger the number of, of those printed the cheaper that it is to produce and so when somebody and we had a large order come in today it means we need to go to we need to do another print run we've already done two so this is then the next one is going to be three and so we're certainly Mary and I are uh, of the opinion that there's no shortage of houses around where we live. And so it will go into thousands. And of course, you have to be wise with these things. But it's to encourage folk that if you're planning on putting an order in, particularly if you're planning on putting a sizable order in, please do do that as soon as you can. It will help us to place a larger a larger order, which will mean effectively that it will be more cost effective. So if you could do that as soon as possible, This week would be ideal, and related to that, maybe you want to support what we're doing with this. We do occasionally mention this, probably not as frequently as we used to, but there are two main ways if you want to support the work that we're doing. Firstly would be to be part of our Patreon page, which is a way of being a monthly supporter. We have a small team where we do private podcasts and have private communications and that kind of thing, and it's a way of developing a little bit more of a rapport with a smaller group of smaller teams. So if you want to be part of that, please see the link in the show notes. And or additionally, you might want to just give a one-off amount for a specific project or uh, for something nondescript. So you can do that through PayPal. So those are the two, the two ways of doing that. And the other thing that you could do is to share, you know, you might not have, you might not have a huge capacity yourself, or you might be struggling for finances or You know, you can always share with your networks for us. There might be a bunch of people in other parts of the country that are wanting to have a gospel booklet that's sharp prophetically. And, you know, I want to say something in just a minute about planting churches, but please do share. Use whichever methods that you use, um, whether social media methods like Facebook or whatever. We don't use social media these days, but maybe you want to support what we're doing in that way maybe your church or uh, churches that you know who are faithful and who are ploughing ahead with the gospel and being prepared to to give the full gospel maybe there's an event coming up that you want to want to use these booklets for but i i want to particularly encourage you aside from local church local churches and kind of event based evangelism which is generally how things work is to think about taking responsibility for your own parish you probably don't and probably never will wear a dog collar. I certainly won't. And yet there is still the responsibility of walking up and down the streets of the parish that God has placed us in, Acts 17. is God God has put you in a parish. He's given you a parish to take responsibility for a street. And um, I want to just say about, about that in terms of boldness. If you look at the beginning of Acts 14, we've just done a reading of the first half of Acts last week and this Friday coming we'll be doing the rest from 14 onwards to 28 and at the beginning of Acts 14 you see the apostles you see the kind of Christian community operating in this thing that we all long for called boldness it's quite right to ask the Lord to increase your faith to increase our faith and as you read those few verses, you, you notice of Acts 14, you notice what's going on is that there is an increase in boldness within the witness of the Christians in a non Christian, a non messianic context. But boldness comes when steps of faith are taken. You know, we, we naturally would prefer to feel bold before we take a step. I remember being at a place as a kid and there was a free fall slide. And I remember being on the top of that free fall slide and being quite instinctively just throwing myself off. And my brother who I was with at the time took quite a long time to pluck up the courage to go for it. But eventually, as soon as as soon as you go, that's it. Something is broken and you're just up and down, up and down what was the problem? You know, what was the problem? Why was I, this is brilliant. And so in, in taking steps of faith, boldness comes. And I think there's a snowballing, a snowballing so that you can look back in months to come, maybe just weeks to come and think, I can't believe I was thinking like that then or I can't believe that was the level of my activity at that point. I think there's a I think there's a boldness that comes when steps of faith are taken that snowballs and allows us in a very short space of time to be able to look back and think, Lord, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your grace. This is not to do with a certain age. You don't need to be in your in your younger years to have energy spiritually. There's something that can be immediately rectified here with regard to the dysfunction of our not witnessing on a daily basis in some way. Make it a goal. Give yourself a goal. Every day you can witness. Every day you can put a booklet somewhere for somebody to find and and, and know the joy of that. But there's more. And if you've not listened to the podcast from last Sunday, I'd encourage you to do that from the second section of 1 Corinthians 15 about the need to not only deliver booklets, but also or whatever it is that you share the gospel via, but to do more than that, to push people, to sometimes push people towards... A decision and to, know, and to know the desperation of that, you know, the desperation of guys, you've got to repent. You have to repent. You're going to hell if you don't repent. So, all of this to say is um, to encourage you why don't you, instead of thinking about ordering five, why don't you order a hundred, maybe 200? I had an order in for 200 earlier today. You know, there are no shortages of houses. And I've worked out in, just in being engaged in this more intentionally in the last few months that it takes about an hour to, to visit about 150 houses. Um, and I'm sure that unless you live on an island somewhere, you have tens of thousands of houses around. Um so there you go, there's an idea. Why don't you order a hundred or two hundred or more? Why don't you be why don't you be radical and order five hundred and facilitate an order here that we could put in a, a print run for several thousand? And perhaps it is that you've got other resources and I'd love to hear about them. I'd love to hear about other resources that have the gospel and the sharp cutting edge, which is to be able to combat head-on cultural Marxism and the socio-cultural implosion the socio-cultural and impo- input that we're living through. I'm not going to say any more than that, but please do get your orders in if you're planning to. Perhaps you weren't planning to and you are now. Great. Please just get, get your orders in and we'll get these printed, get the print run costs down. Um, but Acts 14, the boldness that comes comes when steps of faith are taken. And you'll notice that in those first few verses, it says that the the apostles, the, the Christians, were speaking in a certain way. They spoke in a certain way and people came to faith, and that's our prayer. And we pray that, that churches would just emerge, plant churches that just pop up in parishes where Christians begin to take responsibility. The other thing worth just mentioning there is that the ebook version, which is a PDF file, you can fling that over to friends on your phone or via email. That's good. You know, we've just we've kept all these prices ridiculously low, um, but consider as well. You know, if you've ordered if you've ordered an ebook version that you may have wanted to read for yourself or maybe you wanted to send to somebody or whatever maybe maybe consider actually getting the paper the actual hard copies because this you know we're not we're not blowing our own trumpets we just feel we feel really positive and excited that we've produced a, a very good very sharp gospel resource you know we're not trying to make a profit from this in any shape or form quite the opposite so please do consider using the paper hard copies as well as the PDF digital version. You know, guys, is there anything more joyful than leaving a booklet propped up about Jesus' love outside someone's house, just in and amongst the milk bottles or in a plant or, you know, just sat there in the sun when you know that someone's going to come out and you don't know what kind of... Hopelessness and despair is gripping someone's heart and mind, and they come out and they see this. He loves you. You know what joy there is, and what joy I th- just be encouraged. There's a joy there for you. And again, if it's your own resource, then then hallelujah. It's not about our resource. It's about the. It's about repent now. He loves you. You know. Related to that as well as the is the poster. I want to just share with you how, how this is just a really simple thing, but I'm, I've got no doubt at all that this was a Holy Spirit idea. Um, and you may say, well, that's all very well for you, Franks. Crack on, well done. But I'm, I'm talking about just giving you ideas for yourself. To have a poster in the window that says, repent now, repent now, he loves you, gets people's attention. You know, the footfall across your house is likely to be hundreds, if not more, every day. And God can use that. God can take something as simple as repent now. He loves you. He he can use that to save people, to stop people killing themselves, to give people hope who are in the world with no hope, Ephesians 2. So, So consider getting some posters as well. I'll give you an example of how that worked. Today I was at home and working away. I noticed a car pull up outside the window and a young lad got out. And he was clearly coming to our house, but I could see that before he came, approached the door, I could see him clocking the two posters in our window. Repent now, he loves you. Just would love to know what's going on in his mind or in people's minds when they see that. But so he, I could see that he'd clocked that as he came. He eventually came to the door and he was here to do a bit of work out the back. And, um, I gave him, when he finished, I gave him a booklet and just was very kind of like, you know, the Lord sometimes just gives me specific bits of information about people. Quite often it's an age, or if it's a foreigner, I know exactly where their language is from. You know, Mary will vouch for this. Anyway, that happened again today. And this kid, I just, I just knew he was 19. And in giving him a booklet, I said, I saw you come in. I, yeah, go okay, mate. I saw you clock those teeth. This is what we're not Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, have a laugh about the Jehovah's Witnesses. We're not Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, but I'd love to know what you think of this. Because the world's in a complete mess, isn't it? He's like, yeah, flip me, it is. Um I'd love to know what you think. You're obviously you're 19, yeah. He's like, Yeah, I'm nineteen. Um love to know what you think as a younger guy. Just feel free to let me know. And he's like, oh, alright. Brilliant, thanks. Took it. There you go. So you've got a poster, you've got somebody approaching, and even if they don't approach your house, people are passing your house. Repent now. He loves you. It's the gospel. I can't believe all the time I've lived here for seven years and I've not had a repent now, he loves you poster in the window. We we have to come to terms, guys, with this preference that we have to be in hiding. We don't want to upset the street. We're fearful of man. You know, and it will upset neighbours I know for a fact that it would have upset some neighbors already, but this is it. You're going to be stood before Jesus and Jesus is going to go to you. What did you do? What did you put? How did you put to work what I entrusted with you? And you're like, well, I didn't want to upset the street. I didn't want my neighbors to think badly of me. And Jesus is like, well, you could have at least put repent now. He loves you in your window. You could have at least put the gospel in your window and so how, you wouldn't have known how many people would have seen the gospel. The fear of man has to be broken in your life if you're going to be faithful. And if it takes as something as basic as a poster, a black and white poster, proclaiming, broadcasting the black and whites of the gospel... Then so be it. But don't underestimate that. Don't underestimate the significance, not only of the effect and reach of that, but what that would catalyze in your life, what else it would catalyze in your life. I'd like to just quickly announce as well that I'll be going into a period of extended writing for a new book, which is approaching three years since I released Body Zero, but it's going to be a new book called Redeeming Radicalization. And at the centre of this is going to be challenging the the often um, kind of sidestepping of Christians so that we don't evangelise, we don't take responsibility for personal witnessing and we shove it all onto the responsibility of a local church leadership. That will be in, at least in part what the book is about, but at its core will be redeeming radicalization. If you want to help support My time, my work with all of this, you might want to do that specifically, please do get in touch. Um, I'm not sure, but we may open up another channel for people that want to specifically support writing, the writing that I do. So you can look ahead, keep your eyes open for that at the back end of this year. Lord, we just commit all of this to you now. We thank you that you are leading us day by day and that you are, more than able and longing to fill us with not only boldness, but the joy of your gospel restored to us. I pray the joy of your salvation for folk listening, that there would be that experience of finding a pearl of great worth buried in a field. Lord, I pray for there to be a willingness to count the cost within our discipleship. Pray that something like the early church would emerge again in our days where people's money really is where their mouths are and I pray that for folk listening they would know the encouragement and that more than that they would know the boldness they would see the growth of your Holy Spirit the leading of your Holy Spirit within them as they take steps of faith Lord I pray against it once again I pray against the fear of man give us the fear of you I pray in Jesus precious name amen